Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing today? I'm going to give it a minute since we have a minute. Oh, it is 2.59. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Wanda, and I am the host of Salty Coffee Podcast. I started the podcast in 2020. 2020 was a very difficult year. And speaking of 30 reasons why people lie, I'm just going to give it a couple of minutes for people to walk in. But um, feel free to click on the link. The link is Psych Central, P-S-Y-C-H-C-E-N-T-R-A-L.com. And when you get into that website, you can uh, search 30 Reasons Why People Lie. And the reason why I decided to do this topic was mainly because uh, I, I, through 2020 and starting this podcast, I really learned a lot about myself and I learned a, a lot about the industry that I work in. And I learned even more about how industries and organizations and nonprofit organizations and even your employers would not tell you the truth um, when it comes to why you're doing the work that you're doing, why uh, it's important for you to pay certain taxes that you pay on a regular basis. So I thought, you know, 30 reasons why people lie. It's not just people, it's industries, is the academia, the enforcement, law enforcement, the government, which should have been the government should have been really the people, right? <laughs> but as we see it today, government is just a subset set of people who are running this country. And when I say this country, I mean the United States of America. So I thought it was very important to bring up, um, as you already know, we talk a lot about the truth on outside the box, but when it comes to the reality, we also need to talk about the lies that we've been told um, from day one. And sometimes we don't even know why people do it. We don't know why our parents lie. We don't know why our bosses, our teachers. And sometimes um, with this episode and this article, 30 Reasons Why It Was Created by a Teacher, who actually observed and took time off to listen to and really do extensive research on why students, administrators, and the people who ran the educational system lie. And we're going to go through the 31, 30 uh, reasons and go through them extensively. But I think you should all know that Salty Coffee podcast uh, started in 2020. And the purpose of the podcast was to empower and inform people who were losing their jobs during COVID and didn't know what to do. Uh, generally, people will come to me personally at work for questions regarding their CBA, which is their contractual bargaining agreement. In, 
identifying, you know, how their employer was violating their laws or their rights per se when it came to mandation of vaccination, etc. And, you know, not having to wear a mask or wearing a mask. So people really looked a lot and and did it. It can't, it got to the point where bosses didn't even know. Your supervisor, when you asked them, is this a mandation? Is this not a mandation? People were confused in 2020 about what to do with their work. So instead of really telling people the truth of what was really going on, because let's be real, some of these people knew what was going on way before March of 2020 in the United States. A lot of people knew what was going on before that because I had family in other countries who were asking me, what is your place of employment doing in in 2019? So I thought it was, you know, we're running our lives in a regular way and just going on and on, you know, our daily social construct and partying and more partying and drinking and more smoking and, and just enjoying ourselves. And then boom, shut down. So why were we told lies? Why do people lie? And I'm going to go through them and I'm going to go through them extensively. But for me, growing up, one person who now as a 52 year old, I believe never lied to me was my mom. My mom never forced me to do any religious groups. She never forced me to do anything. She never forced me to believe in Santa Claus. We didn't celebrate Christmas per se. We did it with intentions. So we celebrated the day because we knew that most of the family within the unit was going to be off from work. So what better time to get together, have some good food, have some good, but there was never any talk about Jesus or his birth or there was never any talk about that. And the reason why most of that happened is because my mom grew up in a country where their traditions and their beliefs was removed. So they had to lie to the government of what they believe. So just so you understand in the Dominican culture, we still obtain the majority of the Afrocentric culture. And with that being said, what we generally do there is we follow the guidelines of different deities. So, for example, in Dominican Republic, if you're born, and I'm going to give you an example which represents my mom, if you're born February 2nd, which is the day of the Saint of Candelaria. February 2nd represents that Saint. Candelaria, however, is a made saint within the Roman Catholic Church, right? But in reality, if you go even behind that and way before that, it's um, a different uh, deity goddess per se. 
And so Dominicans had their own thing where they had to hide a lot of the original Orishas because they were being told, no, you can no longer uh, follow this. And so regardless, my mom never, she never taught me about Santeria. She never taught me about the Orishas. She just basically let me feel what it was that I was feeling at the time. She let me explore different religions. Um, she's like, hey, you want to go to the Pentecostal church? And go ahead, find out what that's all about. You want to be a Jehovah Witness? Go ahead and go find out what that's all about. And this was me at seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. At the end of the day, my, I felt that my mom never to this day has lied to me about anything. So here we are in 2022 and there are a lot of people walking around, you know, disappointing their children, disappointing their family, dif disappointing their significant others and just because they feel that the need to lie and we're going to go over the 30 reasons. Before I go into that, I want to say that um, tomorrow we're going to have the outside the box talk with Icon and Salty Coffee every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we're just going to go over 2022. We're just going to have an open talk. And we really haven't like sat down and talk about what we're going to talk about tomorrow. But it should be fun. So... For those of you who celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kumba. Today is the day of creativity. And if you follow me on Instagram, I've set the days of what each day it is, the seven principles of Kwanzaa. And today is the sixth day. Tomorrow is the seventh day. And it's not something that, when it comes to Kwanzaa, it's not something that you'll find stuff about it's not a real holiday it's not supposed to be a holiday it's not supposed to be a religious thing it's not supposed to be a culture it's not supposed it's that's not the seven principles is really just a set of um if you will like a set of guidelines for people to continuously throughout the year learn how to build communities and learn how to um, encourage each other to do their purpose, to create economic wealth within the communities that they live in, to um, be creative and learn how to use your creativity, not to engage in the capitalism of today's world. For example, the reason why a lot of African Americans don't are not aware of Kwanzaa is because you're not going to see Kwanzaa stuff all over the place because it's basic and simple. It's about the harvest. It's about people coming together, family people coming together. And you embrace the seven principles and you talk amongst each other of what you're going to do within the year, not just for those seven days and not just for that day and not to create these new year goals that you never fulfill anyway, but to really engage in building communities that 
are going to inspire, to uh, motivate, to encourage, and to really unite. The first day of Kwanzaa, which is December 26th, is unity. And I think a lot of us try so hard to unite, and we can't. And for whatever reason, we can't. And like in the words of Mr. Icon, it's a social construct. It's a negative side, and we need to look at the positive side. And that's fine. But at the end of the day, when we've been lied to for so many years, um, and we continuously have experience where we've been lied to, um, it becomes a little harder. It becomes a little harder for some of us, not all of us. But with that said, let's start with uh, number one. Hi, hey. Okay, so this is a new thing for Salty Coffee. I, I'm trying not to look to see who's in the room because this way I can get my thoughts, you know, together and I don't get distracted. But hello, Icon. Thank you so much for uh, being here. Uh, Black Casper, thank you so much for being Queen of Wands. Hello, how are you? And I hope you're having a great day today and a prosperous day as usual. And tonight, I think um, Twixie Baby is going to have a talk of, of Kwanzaa here. Um, but yeah, just so you know, it's not, the Kwanzaa was not created to um, capitalize out of it. It was just seven principles. And you're going to hear and you're going to find negative um, articles about the creator of Kwanzaa. You're going to find a lot of things that are negative about it. So people all over the world um, celebrate Kwanzaa. Um, more so outside of the USA than in the USA, which is interesting in itself, right? And that's because um, the two major holidays in the United States, of course, is Christmas and Hanukkah. And that should say a lot to a lot of people as to why those are um, the major two holidays that are celebrated where federally um, we have days off or it's shut down, banks are shut down, and hospitals are shut down, but educational uh, organizations are shut down. But, so this professor, Rebecca, her name is Rebecca, she was a middle school English teacher, and she previously worked in a local public school, but was frustrated by the number of daily lies, her students will say. And do you remember ever, say, telling a lie to your teacher? or your parent, I remember for myself, I don't know what it was. I don't know if I wanted to get caught. I don't know if I wanted to like, I don't know what it was, but I had stolen a watch from a family and it was because it was available. It was there and I just took it and okay, I didn't think the people who had, who I had stolen it from would ever notice because it seemed like they live a good life. I never thought I was poor. Um, and it wasn't necessary for my mother to tell me that I was, I guess, because I still had a roof over my head. I still was fed and I have clothing, you know, and I lived in a, in a household that was not so much dysfunctional at all. So why would I think I'm poor? <laughs> so I sold the watch and my mother was told, Hey, uh, 
I think your daughter took this watch and she asked me over and over again, did you take the watch? And I was so headstrong, like, no, I did not. She's like, give me the watch, show me where it's at. And, you know, you're going to feel better by telling the truth. I was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I didn't take the watch. I was so like a true lawyer. I did not do it. And, well, they already had found the watch anyway. Um, I don't even know why I thought I was going to get it. But I was, I think I was like six years old at that time. And when I tell you when my mother put my hand in the burner with the fire burning to tell me, if you ever tell a lie in your life, this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to get burned. <laughs> and this is nothing, is what she said. This is nothing. And when you grow up and you really tell a lie, it's just going to burn worse. The burn is going to be deep down in your heart. It's going to be deep down in your brain. You're going to live with it. And you may never come out of it. So I always said to myself, one, I would never steal because I just don't think, you know, I want to feel that burn. <laughs> and two, there will be no reason for me to do that. Right. So why do we still either is omitting a truth, a lie or a lie is omitting it being a lie is omitting something being a lie is what is a lie. So for those of you who are listening, Queen of Wands and Black Casper, thank you so much again for being here. And for those of you who are coming in on the replay on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts or on our website, Thank you so much. What do you, what do you think? What what was the first lie that you remember as a child? Or when do you remember your child ever lied to you? And and I I think it's really interesting because I I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but my oldest daughter will tell me stories about quote unquote her friend. And I looked at her like, oh, okay. That's where you want to go? You want to talk about your friend? Fine. I mean, in my heart, I knew she was talking about herself in some way. But I always felt like I wanted to be like my mom, where my kids will never have to lie to me, you know, about anything. And I was, I was, even today, I'm very open with conversations with my children. And they'll ask me questions about, you know, the relationship between my fa their father and myself or, you know, growing up, how was it? Because they did not get to witness um, their grandmother, my mother. Um, so 30 reasons why people lie. The first one it says is defensive. And they say that it's the most common reason for lying to self-protect. Now, I, I believe self-protect is if, if you have to lie to save your life or to perceive to that one person that you're defending yourself. I mean, I think that's very important, defensive. So it says here on the article, um, the most common reason for lying is self-protect, defensive, and there might be a real consequence or perceived one that a person is trying to defend themselves against. 
And I think a lot of times we may do that. We may um, tell a lie because, you know, it's going to probably save someone's life or our own life. Did he do it? Did he kill this other person? Or did he still, where is the money? Where is this? You know, you have to tell a lie. But um, that's a different consequence. Hey, happy Saturday. What's up, Saudi Coffee? How you doing? This is Black Casper, man. I'm out here in Arkansas. Uh, I'll be to Texas, uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, just stopping through, showing some love and support, man. Like I do. Thank Hope you. Hope you're doing okay today. Sorry, coffee. Queens of Wines and Icon. I'll see y'all down there. How are you? Happy Saturday. Beautiful king, queen and king. But hey, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I told lies. I mean, for us, it was a single mother, and it was six of us, four boys, two girls. So mm. things used to be broke in the house. There's a lie about it. We used to lie on each other. You know, mm-hmm. I should steal food stamps. Back in those days, they had to book food stamps. And that's a lie about it. And, you know, I break in my mom's room just, just to get it, you know, because I had an addiction of junk food, candy, and all that stuff back in the day. So, Ooh. yeah, man. And, you know, I, I realized it was hurting her hurt me but i'm gonna come back in yeah um i don't remember see that's the thing like in in my household everything was out in the open there was nothing locked um including my mother's room but i can imagine in a household with six kids ouch (laughs) especially boys um my household was just my mom and my sister myself and that's it and everything was open we didn't have again i didn't know i was poor until I grew up and realized that I was poor because <laughs> we didn't we didn't have a TV, and I'm talking about 70s and 80s. We didn't have a television. We never went to McDonald's or a restaurant, um, which is not a bad thing now that I think about it. Um, and we just had the basic uh, needs: breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and that's it. So I wasn't really having to take anything away from my mom because I I always, I grew up in a household where, you know, I was told whatever you need is more important than what you want. And, but I, I, I could not even imagine a household of six kids, especially with boys. So I, I can only say that it could have been different in, in my household if there was boys. I don't know. The second one, um, so that's defensive. The second one is vindictive. Um, Some people lie intentionally to cause harm to others because they feel harmed by that person. It is a way of getting back at another person. And And that could be, you know, like teenage years, I think. We do that with our friends, you know, like, yeah, I slept with your boyfriend or yeah, I took your boyfriend. And it's not true. Um, just to be vindictive of whatever reason of jealousy or something. But I can also see that in a divorce situation as well. Yeah, at that young age, you know, it was this attention for me, you know, attention. because it was six of us, four boys, two girls. So I was the third oldest. So I was looking for, you know, the father wasn't around. So pretty much we run the streets and do all the kind of stuff. So. You know, I had to lie about, you know, my mom used to give us chores to do at the house before she went to work. And, you know, we used to just do, you know, we, we used to 
not do it correctly, but we'll do it halfway and lie about it. You know, stuff get broken, lie about it. Um, you know, I mean, that's what I knew because my dad, it was like, because my dad used to lie to my mom. So it was like I became, I was becoming him. And I realized I becoming my own, you becoming your own parents, your mom or your dad. You got both one, both sides, one or the other. So I realized I was starting to become those. So I had to change my whole perception and move away from it and understand where they, where I was going wrong. But yeah, good conversation. Sorry, coffee. I'll have a wonderful Saturday. I'm listening. Thank you so much, um, Black Casper, for sharing that. I mean, I, I, I want me personally. Um, in my household where we had, you know, no father presence, but I had my grandfather. So my grandfather was able to kind of like give me a sense of what men were supposed to behave like and what they should, you know, what a woman should look at when they see a man. Um, but my mom never spoke bad about my father, even though as an adult now, I quite understand what that was, that dynamic. Because my father did have a lot of children um, unwed um, from a lot of different women. So that's a culture that I'm trying to get away from. Um, (laughs) And I guess a lot of first generation Dominicans here in, in the United States would like to get away from they um do not want to get into and that's not every family household you know that experiences that but i will say this where there was a full marriage right within the household unit the dominican father will have extent an extended family um that's more common than just the regular uh, family house. Yeah, you know, in Philadelphia from the city, you know, it's a little different when you're born in the suburbs or the state, you know, Texas, where I'm living at now. You know, it's a little more, you got more exposed to a lot more. But in the city, you know, you're in the hood. So you mm-hmm. going around the neighborhood and doing whatever, playing basketball, doing little things what kids do, you know. Right. And, you know, <laughs> I used to lie to my brother. We used to wear each other's clothes. I used to lie about it, you know, mm-hmm. right in front of his face. Like, you how you gonna lie? You got my socks on. Oh, how you gonna lie? You got my pants on. <laughs> Not the socks. You know, I used to wear his pants, or they, you know, I couldn't fit my brother's pants, but my socks, his socks, and stuff like that. I used to, I used to wear, cause I got, you know, I got lazy. They didn't want to wash mine, so I st- stood my brother's. You know, and you know, he used to get into arguments and fight about it. You know, he even sucker punched me in front of my first love at seventeen. Wow. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's deep. I mean, it's crazy though. But Black Hesper. Yeah, so that would be vindictive. Some people lie intentionally to cause harm. Or, I mean, I don't know if that would be in this case where you were. <laughs> so, yeah, I did I did grow up with an older sister. Um, she's five years older than myself. And I do remember one time, I don't know if it was her getting mad at me because I just wore something that belonged to her but it wasn't like I lied like she saw me with it on um but it was a very very 
weird situation because again I grew up in a household where it was open and giving you know we shared everything we shared the sofa the tv um that we got later on (laughs) as adults we had to share the phone you know so most of the time I don't really recall ever being told you know or asked you know did you take something because you know Everything was collectively, it didn't belong to, everything that was out in the open belonged to everyone for the use. So I can only imagine. <laughs> and and I'm wondering, Black Casper, if that's one of the things that we're so self-protective when we grow up in a household full of siblings. Because I always... I had friends who had more than two, three, four, five siblings. And I always wonder, like, how does that work? Like, how do you? And then I'm thinking to myself, man, that must be so much fun. And then again, I'm thinking, well, I don't know. Would that be so much fun? You know, unless you're like collectively doing something together as a group where you all have the common likes and stuff like that. But that would be very interesting to see that household. And I'm wondering if you were thinking of ever, you know, telling your story or writing your story here on stereo or not um, so much on uh, uh, comments. But, you know, I realized as I got older that lies catch up with you, you know, as mm-hmm. time you know, I mean, you're only fooling yourself when you're lying to yourself. So that's all you're lying to. Because you, even if you're lying to somebody, eventually it's going to come out. The truth is going to come out to somebody. Absolutely. And, you know, it might run into the wrong person that you didn't want it to get to. But, you know, you know, now that I'm at my own age and my do my own thing, so now, you know, it's, I don't have nothing to lie for. I have no room for lying or anything. So it's it's about, you know, if you accept me, you'll accept me. Except for what I say. You ain't got to deal with it, but you're going to accept the way I am. I mean, I am who I am. I am what I am, and that's what it is. Um, you either accept it or don't. Move on, you know, but this is the way I am. And, you know, I feel comfortable being who I am. I can be better, but I'm New Year 2023 is going to be better and better, you know, day after day, month after month, Absolutely. year after year. Minute after minute, second, second, minute, hours. I'm out, Black Casper. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you so much for that. Um, I'm wondering if you ever experienced a teacher or a doctor or a person from, let's say, a religious, like, I don't know if you went to church or anything, but like, do you recall ever learning that someone lied to you? Like, you've, you've spoken about the lies that you have done, and I'm sure that, but... When was it that you realized that people lie and understood and accepted the lie because you understand that there are reasons why they do it? So we spoke about defensive. We spoke about vindictive. And number three is disappointment. So sometimes, according to this article, we lie. Number three is disappointment. And it says, in order to avoid disappointing another person or even themselves, a lie might be told. The uncomfortable feeling of disappointment justifies the deception. Now, that's very powerful because sometimes we um, we, we may do that to not disappoint 
someone else or to not disappoint ourselves. And I think that's um, true to an, to that's true to a point. Um, again, it says in order to avoid disappointment, disappointing another person. So would you lie to someone in order to avoid disappointing them? That could be true. Um, even to themselves. So could you imagine uh, me lying to someone just to make sure that I don't disappoint myself? I don't know about that, but a lie might be told. The uncomfortable feeling of disappointing, a disappointment justifies a deception. And that could be very true. Yeah, my dad used to lie to me. He used to, you know, lie to me, you know, growing up, telling me he's going to make it to my birthday and never, never made it. You know, so, you know, now I thought it was okay because he used to do it to me. So I have to do it to everybody else. And as uh, I got older, I realized those lies were not going nowhere. You know, I wasn't, you know, people wouldn't trust me, you know, and it became worse and worse as I got older, you know, and, you know, some of you had to lie to my family from growing up as a teenager, you know, for certain things just to get where I needed to go. I had to lie about it, you know, and I started realizing that that stuff is, it catches up with you over time as, as you get older. So it started from my dad when he was, when I was younger, when he left when I was 10. And then after, at 10, from till, till I was 17, 18, you know, then, you know, I, you know, I started still lying in my teenage years, still lying in my twenties, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very hurtful, you know, when parents do that. And I think the dynamics of the relationship between the parents is some a hundred percent of the time in my opinion is the reason why the other parent may say or do these lies um just so that they can you know not so much i, I mean i know a, ch a child will be disappointed when a parent says i'm gonna go to your birthday party i'm gonna go to your event i'm gonna be there and and that's very hurtful um so my encouragement today is that if you're a parent and you're not physically with your child do not lie to them and tell them you're going to be there when you're no you're not and if if you tell them that you're going to be there um make it a point to let them know if you're going to miss it and tell them why i think that's so important and i think it releases a lot of the bs in our minds as a child because we always want to think that it's not our fault you know as children we want to strongly believe that the breakup or the divorce or the reason why, like, there's no reason to do that. At, as it's 2022. At this point, there's really no reason to lie to your children about anything. So number four is to manipulate. So manipulate. People will lie to manipulate. 
And it says, sometimes a lie is done because the person feels intimidated by others. Again, this feeling is inferiority is so uncomfortable that they lie to cover it up. I'm sorry. Um, that's not what it said. <laughs> it said manipulate. That was intimidated, but manipulative. To manipulate. An abused person constantly lies in order to continue their manipulation. If the truth came out, the abused might leave. Okay, so this generally happens in like sort of a domestic violence situation where people lie to manipulate. An abused person constantly lies in order to continue their manipulation. An abusive person constantly lies in order to continue their manipulation. If the truth came out, the abused might leave. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fathers will leave because their truth has been sorted out by the mother and they will continue to lie to just not have that person leave, leave their life. So that, that, that's a, an example. Yeah, my dad, he was, he was, you know, I felt disappointed. I felt betrayal, you know, from my own father, you know, back then, you know, and, you know, I was mad at the whole world because of him, of his actions. And, it, you know, the world didn't do anything to me. And I had to realize that, that the world didn't do anything. So from now, you know, from now I'm old enough. Now I just, you know, I go off of, you know, I give everybody that hundred percent. But then as those, you know, once I meet you or get to know you, and you know start taking layers and layers off of you as you know once i start learning more about you and you know once i meet you in person uh right. it's a totally different ball game when you, you meet somebody in person compared to talking to them on the phone or something you can see their expression their body language you know i look at all those different things so but yeah that's my story my life uh, i got a whole book of it <laughs> growing up <laughs> where i come from and where i came from and where i'm at now you know but i had to crawl before i had to walk but absolutely and i think um and again thank you so much for being here and sharing your story as usual um sometimes we walk the stereo streets and we're not even aware of what people have been through um but thank you again black casper for sharing your stories your intimate stories because this is not something that people freely talk about and i think that's one of the um topics that we should be talking about it's not a negative thing <laughs> um the reason why i wanted to bring this is to us to reflect on why we do it and why we continue to do it um we when i say we as people in general whether that be our bosses our teachers our academic um our politicians you know why do they do it and for us the people who don't do it or may do it unintentionally, um, sometimes we need to look at that again and see why we're doing it. When a lot of times telling the truth 
can create chaos, can create turmoil, can create war, can create a lot of things that are negative. Um, but today I really wanted to sink into the lies and why we do it so that um, we understand it from a perspective of um, when we love someone, when we love someone wholeheartedly and we continuously lie to them and tell them <laughs> certain things that would just protect us, you know, protect us from or protect them from their feelings and their emotions at the time. So number five is intimidated. Sometimes a lie is done because a person feels intimidated by others. Again, this feeling of inferiority is so uncomfortable that they lie to cover it up. Number six is attention seeking. That happens a lot. That happens almost every day, number six, attention seeking. And I could tell you why it happens a lot. Attention seeking happens on Instagram, on TikTok, on celebrities. Celebrities constantly lie about a lot of things. <laughs> and it says, unfortunately, there are people who lie just to get attention of other people. The irony is that most of them don't know what to do with the attention when they get it. Ouch. <laughs> but for me, you know, I had to work on, you know, everything that, that I felt like I went wrong in my life. You know, I had to write it down. They, you know, everything I went wrong, the things I did, things I wasn't proud of, and things I was proud of. And I had to weigh everything out in my whole life. All the things I've done, even the corrupt things, even the bad things, the good things. And I wasn't proud of the bad things and the good things. Some good things, I, I still wasn't proud of it. Even they was good, I still wasn't proud of it. I still wasn't happy about it. It was just good. Wasn't, you know, excellent like I wanted. You know, I felt like I can do better. You know, I felt like I wasn't putting my all into it. You know, and life is just like, if you don't put your all into it, then you, 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 you only put, get out what you put in. So I felt like right. I wasn't giving my all. So, but yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, for me, it's just to change within myself and better myself and others. So once I change myself, then people are going to start seeing that. They're going to want to change too within the, for themselves. Absolutely. And I'm not sure if you have children. Um, I think you have mentioned that you do or that you were married but I think um just to let you know the only people that can validate your um humanity if you will is is yourself one and two is your children like uh, parenting wise the only people who can validate that for sure is your children so don't feel bad that you validated your father for not being there when you really needed him the most to be a horrible person. That's not, once you understood the reason why he did what he did, that's the, the whatever action you took then, that's when you validate yourself of the person that he is or was, you know, at that time. Cause a lot, again, we grow up learning that things have to be a certain way. And 
the tools and the resources were not available for our parents. I'm 52 and they were not available. The only resources and tools that were available was the culture and religion. Whatever their parents' parents did, that's what you do. Whatever their parents' parents' parents did, that's what you do. And it continues going on until we evolve to what would, well, what it is today where we cannot, we it, at some point we cannot continue based on that, uh, what we now know today of what life should be, which um, Icon and myself talk about a lot, which is, no, like, you should have the freedom to just go out on a tree and get an apple. You shouldn't have to, that shouldn't have to be, there shouldn't have to be a price put in on that apple. There shouldn't have to be a price put in on getting together with someone in holy, what they call holy matrimony, you know? So, um, attention seeking, unfortunately, and I'm going to repeat that one again. That's number six. Unfortunately, there are people who lie just to get attention of other people. The irony is that most of them don't know what to do with the attention when they get it. So um, I'm glad, Black Casper, that you learn if that was the case in your childhood, that you did certain things like stealing the candy in your mother's room or, or seeing the stuff to get your mother's attention or to get your father's attention, you know, that now as an adult or somewhere around there, you just didn't know what to do after you got your father's attention, um, you know, that could be one of them. A lot of kids do lie for attention and they act and they behave in certain ways for attention. So as parents, we really need to look into that. We really need to look into why our kids may lie to us uh, about a lot of things. Yeah, I don't mind sharing my story, my life story. That's my past. You know, that's my old ways, my old devilish ways that I used to have. And, I'm, you know, so a lot of people that listen, you know, I, I done told my story on here before. You know, I'm, I'm not proud of what I've done, but at least, you know, somebody can relate to that. Maybe they need to know that, hey, you, you know, Black Casper, he, he did this. He went through this. God, darn. And that may, and he's doing this and doing that now. So that makes... That's why, you know, I say these things on here because somebody else that might be listening, they can relate to it. You know, all of us. I'm open to tell you about my life and where I came from and all this other stuff. You know, I mean, so it was a struggle, just like everybody else on here. Y'all been through some struggles. Trust me, everybody do. But you, the, the most important one of it is do you, you get through it? You got past it. You're still standing. You're still going strong. But much love, Saudi Coffee. I'm out of here, Black Casper. I'm very content on, in, in my own skin, my own body, my own me. I don't mind at all to tell y'all about my story, my life, where I've been, what I've done. You know, y'all can already see that. If he'd he been a single mother, single mother, and pretty much his her brother and sister was taking care of us, we was just running the streets, doing whatever. Whatever he felt, it fits. That's what we was doing. We was out of control. And I, you know, I know that. I, I realized I was out of control because there was nothing around in the neighborhood to do. Eat Chinese food and smoke weed and chase women. 
And that's it. That's all I seen. That's all I was doing. Getting in trouble. You know, luckily it didn't get too serious, but, you know, I got out of it just in time before in the 90s, 94. You know, I, if I stayed in there, I don't think I would have been talking to y'all right now. Or y'all would have never met me. No telling what I would have been. I've been locked up or dead somewhere. But I'm just grateful and grateful every day I wake up. That's the first thing. Wake up. Yeah, I saw the coffee. No, yeah, I don't have any kids. Yeah, no, no, no baby, baby mama drama and all that stuff. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> I didn't get caught up in that. You know, that's another thing. It's, you know, I had to go a different route on the women I was dealing with. It was like crazy. You know, I still was dealing with them, but luckily I didn't have, you know, I had couple, you know, quite a bit of miscarriages from them dealing with stress and all that, but just never, you know, I love kids. I would love to have my own twins, you know, but... If, if it's not meant, to, if I'm not in the right good position, you know, being a trucker, you can't have kids. It's just like kind of hard, tough, you know. But yeah, I think now I'll be ready for hate kids now because I prepare myself for this. But yeah, no kids. But yeah, that, that's me. But hey, anyone have kids out there? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm just, nah, I, got, I can't just have kids with any woman. But she had to be right in the mind, in the heart. I'm out. Podcast, but keep it going. Sorry, coffee. Much love. Saturday. Happy Saturday. I'm out. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, and and that goes to show you how um, often we don't really pay attention. Um, I'm sure you know Los Cruz, and Los Cruz has kids, and he functions as a truck driver. So my um, 2023 suggestion because i wouldn't say advice because i'm not a professional to give you advice but i am experienced to give you a prof- uh, an experience advice is um that is possible that don't ever say that because you're a truck driver that's impossible and i know you know that but number seven is curiosity this is a very childlike behavior that some adults don't grow out of instead they lie just to see what will happen regardless of the harm it might cause others. Curiosity. <laughs> How many of you have lied just seriously just to see what happens? As kids, we may often do that just to see how far we can get away with it and then um, continue doing the deed and then uh, find out like, oh, the consequences once you're caught, ouch. You know, but number seven is curiosity. This is a very childlike behavior that some adults don't grow out of. Instead, they lie just to see what will happen regardless of the harm it may cause others. Number eight is superior. For those with a larger than life ego, and in order to maintain their superiority, they lie to make themselves look better than others. And in most cases, this would be like your manager or your supervisor or the person who's in charge or, you know, sure, we put in 100% beef in this burger and then you find out that the 100% that they put in of beef in that burger is only 0.999%. The other... 99 point whatever percentage is all kangaroo meat or some other type of meat. So people will lie 
um, for Superior uh, to maintain their superiority. Um, your bosses may also tell you, oh, yeah, you know, when you're in the interview process, oh, don't worry about it. You know, you're going to have your time off for lunch. You're going to get paid this amount on these days. And going in after you pass probation and all that, you find out that that's not the case. You're going to find out that, no, you're not going to get paid over time. You're not, you don't have any benefits. You don't have any breaks, paid breaks. You don't have any paid lunch hour. Um, yeah. And, and that will make the lie to make, make them look better on their, on themselves. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, this particular number eight, um, really resonates with me in my place of employment. Um, at the time when I did apply to work at the place where I work at, I had no idea how important and how essential and how um, elite it was of a place. Um, but then later on, you find out that it's not as superior <laughs> or elite as you may have thought it would be, even though it has the illusion of it being that. Oh, I don't know what happened, but that didn't go through. I don't know what happened, Gla uh, Glad, <laughs> Black Casper. I was going to say glass, black. I don't know why, but I don't know what happened. Um, that one just didn't go through. Um, maybe it wasn't a message. I don't know. Number nine. Let me just see if I can wait for that one. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, I used to lie. You know, <clears throat> that's a lie about, you know, one of my hands was behind my back. You know, I, I get in situations and, you know, I felt, I didn't feel, I felt vulnerable like I was in those situations. And, you know, it's like I didn't want to be, let somebody know who I really was. You know, it's like I had to lie about it because then if I told them the truth, some people don't take the, the truth well. So I had to find a person that people doing that during my journey of my life, who to lie to and who not to lie to. You know what to say what not to say certain things i know how to narrow against you know narrow around different things you know and you know so you know so i realized that in spiritual you know i'm, I'm spiritual you know in the spirit and and um you know i realized that in the human flesh you know it's it's, it's a lies we you know we we corrupt and within ourselves so i had to get out of that and to my flesh and to my spirit so but yeah it's, it's a day-to-day -day process for everything but black yeah, I do know that one of the important things to know Black Casper is one of the worst things that we can actually do, not only as we're going through these uh, 30 reasons why people lie, but um, why do we lie to ourselves? 
you know, I think overall that's more important as well. We need to think about why we do those. Hello, Spencer James um, Icon. Thank you for hanging in there. Celeste or Cells. I don't know what the name is, um, but thank you for coming. I kind of interpreted number eight to be like, oh, I have a a master's degree when you really just have a GED. That oh. kind of superiority. Okay, so let me read it again. For those superior, for those with a larger than life ego, and in order to maintain this superiority, they lie to make themselves look better than others. What I would say is, um, and that that's very true. Some people will say they have a master's degree when they have a GD, but let's say that they do have a master's degree, but they learn nothing from it. Because just because you have a master's degree, that doesn't mean that you're superior from anyone who doesn't. So that's pretty interesting that you saw that one that like that. Um, I always believe that people who have de- who don't have a degree are usually the people who are, have more common sense and are more in tune with reality. And I would rather be around people like that than people who think that they're superior because they have a degree, if you get what I'm saying. I was saying I interpreted number eight to mean more like um, I have a master's degree when really the person might just have a GED. Got it. Okay. Oh, Saudi Coffee, my Bluetooth is tripping on me. I'm sorry. I don't know what that message is saying. Uh, man, I might have to probably just have to reactivate <laughs> my Bluetooth. That's fine, um, Black Casper. Um, thank you so much for hanging in there, though. <laughs> I know you're driving. Did you know that Kansas is in Arkansas? I'm just joking. It's in the word Arkansas. But why can't we say Arkansas? <laughs> I'm just being silly right now. But number nine is to avoid. Um, out of the 30 reasons why people lie, to avoid. Some lies are done to get out of trouble or avoid any consequences. This is especially true with children. Huh. Some lies are done to get out of trouble or avoid any consequences. This is especially true with children. So that would have been what Black Casper had mentioned earlier when he was stealing candy and will lie, or where he would break something in the household and will lie, you know, to avoid, you know, anything uh, with his mom, to avoid a spanking or to avoid um, being scolded or being told he's, uh, you know, not going to have access to something, the TV or whatever it would have been at that time. Number 10, cover. Some people wear a mask and pretend to be something that they are not. To maintain their appearances, they lie to cover up any attempt at revealing the real person. That happens a lot. That happens a lot in social media. That happens a lot in entertainment. 
that happens a lot in um, actors and we see it every day. Like, how do you date an actor when you don't know, <laughs> they've been skilled and they've taken courses on how to pretend to be someone else. So how do you know when they're being real or not? That is the question. <laughs> peace and blessings, peace and blessings on you, Salty Coffee. That's that queen. Yes, I've been listening to the show for quite some time. Uh, do understand to the degree that I can't understand the basis for the foundation in which you're trying to build in the generalities of it. And I pray that you will continue to explore and, ex and expose those particular things that we've learned through the construct on the formulation of lies. I think you're doing a pretty good job at it thus far. So uh, continue the great work. Uh, I cut out. Peace. Thank you. So Icon earlier today had a, a talk about the truth. And I just thought it would be um, a little bit different and something more uh, to me as to why people lie. Um, and not just people in general. Um, institutions, organizations, religious groups, um, our parents, our family, you know, why do they lie? So number 10 is cover, which we went over. Some people wear a mask and pretend to be something that they are not. That's one thing that a lot of people do all the time. Um, and I think it's important for us to identify within the lie of why people do that. Why people pretend to be something that they're not. And why do you think people do that? I think, again, it goes back to attention. It goes back to manipulate. It goes back to curiosity, just to see how, how it will work for them. But uh, the number 11, it says control. Sadly, sometimes it all comes down to control. In an effort to control another person's behavior, a lie is told. And that is absolutely true. In, in parenting, as a child, you're controlled constantly by being told, you know, oh, well, <laughs> it's snowing out there, so we're not going to go to your, you're not going to go to your best friend's house tonight to do any gaming because it's raining or snowing. And quite frankly, they just don't want to drive to your friend's house because it is raining and snowing. Um, it wasn't because of the weather. But to be honest, um, control, again, that comes a lot with what we've experienced in our talks on uh, domestic violence. And when we had our talks in dating, and technology, um, people who manipulate will also use lies to control. Um, we live it every day. The social construct in itself to control the people from not being able to move forward and own their own businesses, to be able to not move forward and provide for their families and their communities and their children. To, to control the, the lie of the American dream. Like people from other countries are told, hey, if you come 
and live in America, we're going to give you the American dream. All you have to do is behave, do as you're told, and you can live that life. And guess what? A hundred percent of the time, those people from other countries who come here, they don't even know it, but they're being controlled. They're controlled by, okay, so yeah, we gave you the open door for capitalism, but now you have to like pay them taxes. Well, you know, you can really get married with somebody, but you know, you'll have to pay us a good amount of money for that. Well, I don't know why your children are not fulfilling your culture and your language, but that's just not what we do in this country. So yeah, the whole social construct and indoctrination, whether that be in a country, a religious group, or an academic um, institution, control is what a lot of people lie about. In the financial industry, we constantly talk about how well, why do people are on welfare and they just being lazy? And they, who is telling you that when there are people in Wall Street and there are politicians who actually lie every day about how the economic system is running in this country? So control number 11, I'm going to read it again. It says, sadly, sometimes it comes down to control. In an effort to control another person's behavior, a lie is told. We were told that COVID happened. So we were told that we had to take this vaccination in order to continue to move because it was a public health issue. I mean, that's a form of control, right? I'm not saying that was a lie, but I'm just saying it's a form of control. Number 12 procrastinate passive aggressively avoiding responsibilities in procrastination this lie is more subtle in the person in that the person knows that they should be doing something but it is intentionally putting it off mm. procrastinate is something that i do a lot on myself so when I procrastinate with something that I say that I'm going to do, I think I lie to myself to say, hey, I'm just busy. I'm doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I would take accountability today to say that number 12, refl I'm, I'm reflecting immediately on it for me when I, when we, when I say, why do we lie to ourselves? Um, procrastination is one of them. And, and again, the definition here, it says passive, aggressively avoiding responsibilities is procrastination. This lie is more subtle in that the person knows they should be doing something, but is intentionally putting it off. Yeah, that's a, that's a big lie to ourselves a lot of the time. I, I wouldn't say it's on someone else. Um, cause ultimately, unless you had that control, which is number 11, um, we really don't have control on why others procrastinate and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. We really don't. They're going to do it or they're not. Control is a, a big one. You're, you're right with that. Um, and when they can't control you, 
they will then tell lies to control how other people see you. Very sick. Absolutely. And that we see that every day. We see that how on entertainment, Hollywood, you know, we see ourselves in a different light. And then we start believing that. And, and that's all about control to me. I would not want to be in a situation where my job as a marketing person or a person to uplift uh, entertainment industry to put other groups of people in a light where, hey, look what you do. Uh, this is what all you people do. That's horrible. And, and that's all about control. That's really, in my opinion, that's all control. So we did number 12, which was procrastinate. Number 13, bored. <laughs> wow. How many, how many of you today in 2012, 2022 heard, I'm just bored. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I'm just bored. Um, and it says here, number 13, bored. Some people like drama in their lives. So they lie to stir it up and watch the reactions of other people. Really? I can see how that's number 13, but out of 30? Bored? Hmm. I, and I guess here in Stereo Ave, that happens a lot. That happens a lot. People will lie to stir up a conversation and just watch the reaction of others. Who in here saw the, the little clip where the young lady asked the father of her children? Um, it was a video clip where she, it went viral. And she had, I guess she had like a, a number of children, right? But a number of those, let's say, let's say four. I don't remember exactly. But let's say there was four children out of four children. One of them was the the father where she requested him to bring the food and he brought the McDonald's, but he only brought it for that one child that belongs to him, whatever. Um, and she was at it. She just threw the food back at him and she's like, no, you're supposed to feed all of the other three. And it was just a chaotic thing. And, and it turned out that the whole video was a skit um, just to see people's reaction. And I think we have to be careful with what we are watching and listening to in social media. And, you know, because a lot of people, there are a lot of vulnerable people out there who would have believed this and would immediately react. Like, this is, this is ridiculous. No, he's supposed to take care of all the other ones. And people really beat her more than they beat him. <laughs> they were like, what kind of mother are you? You can't feed your own children. And it just created a conversation. And, 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 it, and I'm glad that it somehow the person is using this uh, clip, whether it was real or made up, to show people how controlled we are when it comes to the social construct and in, in society today in the United States, that immediately we will look at this 
and have our own opinions. But the majority of them was to put the woman down. Like it, it wasn't even about, and, and the women were beating up the guy. <laughs> like, no, you got to feed all four kids. But uh, there was a lot, there was a majority of them saying, well, you shouldn't have those kids at a wedlock and you should be controlling your baby daddy. Like, it's really horrible to to say that number 13 is bored and how people like drama in their lives. To say that's one of the reasons why people lie. Um, me, personally, I don't like drama at all. So, I, I would never start something I, I I I actually believe no uh telling the truth <laughs> may create more drama than telling a lie but um so they lie to stir it up and watch the reactions of other people that's interesting number 14 protect there are some lies that are done to protect others in some cases, a lie is told to take on responsibility for things they are not responsible for in an effort to help someone else. And I think number 14 is essential and imperative to today's world because we often do a lot of lying to protect others. And I think it's important sometimes for us to understand that we don't need to do that. In, in many cases, we don't. Because there's consequences when we do that. So we have to be very careful when we put ourselves in a situation where we have to lie to protect someone else. Number 15 is a habit. After a period of time and done constantly enough, bad habits can form. Can form. This is true for some lies that are said over and over again. And we all know that. We all know that there are people out here who will are habitual liars and that's okay until they eventually learn their their cons consistent lying is not going to take them anywhere it hasn't taken them anywhere other than um constantly living in a circle of lies <laughs> and it's just unnecessary number 16 for fun some people lie as their form of private entertainment. For them, lying is fun because they like to watch how others respond. And that goes back to number 13, bored. Pretty much, is, to me, it's the same thing. Number 17, desire. A person who wants a lie to be the truth has a deep desire to believe their misperception. The desire to lie. Okay, a person who wants a lie to be the truth has a deep desire to believe their misperception. And I think for that is what um, Celeste was saying earlier about you know you lie about having a master's degree but you ultimately just have a GED I think people in that in that scenario I think it's because they have the desire so much to make it true 
because they've learned just the, you know, even even when you have a GED, you've learned something. You took the time to take um, an effort to get your D. Getting your GED is not easy, first of all. Um, it's quite harder than getting a high school degree, in my opinion. Um, I've, I've seen the GED examination, and it's not um, easy. <laughs> so if you go through the four years of high school, but um, you get your GED, and then you tell people that you have a master's degree, I think in their own mind it's a desire to have it so much so that they lie to themselves that that's what they have and that's how they feel that what they have but i'm hoping that if that's the lie that they created for themselves that that's where they will get at ultimately which is to get and when they get that master's degree they're gonna they're gonna understand and know why did i even lie about having this degree (laughs) when it wasn't even necessary it just wasn't necessary at all Number 18, harm. People who want to harm others undecided lie about who they are and what they are doing. This is a common tactic during the abduction of others. And I've never been in a situation where someone will have to lie to me, to to harm me in that way. But I can see... I think I've been in situations where um, this would have happened to me as a child. So people harm. They will lie to harm. And the reason they do that is, and it says here, people who want to harm others undecided lie about who they are and what they are doing. This is a common tactic during the abduction of others. I could see that. Um, Human trafficking in in the United States is is very big. And sometimes this will be a very good thing for those uh, predators who, you know, take people at a very young age. They groom them, what we call grooming. And this is what they would do. Number 19. Sympathy. Similar to attention seeking, a person is trying to get empathy from others by lying about a past or current event. That is true. I mean, a lot of people do this a lot of times. You know, there was a a show on Hulu, and I can't remember the name right now, but do you guys um, ever heard of a show on Hulu where the mother created this scenario where the daughter was sick and the daughter was never really sick and then the daughter finds out when she's a teenager and she ends up killing her mom like that to me (laughs) would be this sympathy thing um where the mother you know constantly said that the daughter was sick so she got free tickets to disney she got free gifts all the time she got a free home uh they paid for her house they paid for i mean constantly and the, the daughter was found out to never really have been sick. Sympathy. Similar to attention-seeking, a person is trying to get empathy from others by lying about their past or current event. 
and and I see that a lot. Number 20, lazy. On occasion, a lie boils down to a person being lazy and not wanting to do the work. So they lie about it. <laughs> How many of you have been lazy uh, lately? <laughs> um, did you do the dishes? Yeah, I did. And then, like Black Casper was saying earlier, he would come, his mom would come home and <laughs> nothing was done. I mean, you you didn't do it because you were just being lazy. That's pretty much it. Number 21, indifference. If a point or issue doesn't matter to a person, they might lie about it or not see anything wrong with their deception. Indifference. So again, 30 reasons why people lie. Number 21 is indifference. If a point or issue doesn't matter to a person, they might lie about it and not see anything wrong with their deception. Hmm. I wonder if any of you can give me an example of that one because um, I can't think of one right now. Number 22, perception. Some people believe their own lie. <laughs> Like I have a master's degree, right, Celise? <laughs> and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Celise, or Celeste. Is it Celeste? Uh, but please let me know uh, when you come back up. Uh, what did I say? Perception? Some people believe their own lie. Their perception of reality is not accurate. So in their eyes, it's not a lie. So if you really think that you have a master's degree, but really you have a GED, well, God darn it. <laughs> I have a master's degree and you can't misperceive my reality because in, in their person's reality, they have a master's degree. And I can only use that one as an example right now because it was brought up on here. Perception. Some people believe their own lie. Their perception of reality is not accurate. So in their eyes, it's not a lie. That's just it. Number 23, elevate. A person might want to elevate themselves to another person's level, high morality, strong work ethic, or perfectionistic standards. So they lie to lift themselves up okay I can see that I can see how someone could lie about themselves about what they're doing about what their level of high morality usually I would say people in religious groups would do that they they are high-spirited and their belief and their their faith and they go through all of this stuff but once they hang up or they go back home, they're depressed drinking in a bottle. Yeah, you had it right um, the first time. It is pronounced Celeste. Celeste, um, okay. And I think it's, what, 21 for the indifference? Like if, um, let's say the kid writes on the wall and you ask him, would you do that at home? And they lie and say, yeah, even though they know they wouldn't do it at home, but they could care less about your wall and, you know, everything like that. So they're indifferent about lying to you about it, you know?
thank you, Celeste, for um, confirming how you're pronouncing it, Celeste. Usually, um, I think in, you know why I was confused? Because in Spanish, we say Celeste. Um, Celeste is a very common name in Spanish. So when I didn't see the rest, the T in there and so, so I was not sure. But thank you for confirming and thank you for giving the number 21 difference about the the student, you know, writing on the wall and like, hey, I see your point on that. And that's um, a good one. Uh, number 24, impress. <laughs> we do this a lot. A lot of people on here um, would do that a lot uh, on stereo is what I mean when I say on here. Uh, number 24, impress. As a way to, as a way of trying to impress others and cause a better impression, a person might lie about who they are, what they have done, or where they are going. And I think that's so important for everyone who's listening on here, or on Anchor, or on YouTube, or on Google Podcasts, or on iPod, um, the, the podcast on Apple because this is where this information will be translated to. Um, yeah, a lot of people on here, you would be surprised. They're very good with their words. They're very good with communication. They're very good with engaging with other people. And when you really get to know them, you're so impressed. <laughs> and you think, my God, they must have a master's degree. And then you find out they just have a GED. But again, that's not to say that the person with the GED doesn't have the capability of being a professional. And that's not to say that the person who impresses you with what you think that they have um, doesn't really have it. They just have the gift of gab enough to make you believe it. And I think that in itself is talent. But you shouldn't have to lie. <laughs> and that's the whole point of this talk. Like, why do we, why do people lie? And once you find out the lie, was there a good reason for it? And there shouldn't, you should, that was unnecessary. So when you're trying to impress other people, know that what you don't tell them impresses them more than what you do tell them. So, you know, don't try to impress me that you wrote a book and then I find out after reading the book that the book was really not a book. It was just a couple of pages of something that you said and you thought and everyone else has said it and thought it. And that's one of the things that um, I think for today's Kwanzaa, um, today's Kwanzaa is Kumba, which is creativity. Um, it was referred to us to read a book called The Lynchpin to Icon and myself. And after of course, I don't have time to sit and read a book, but I have been listening to the audio. Lynchpin by Seth Golden was a book referred to us by Lady Bomber. Lady Bomber is the Google, if you will, of the stereo app. 
and she suggested Icon to read this book and I have been listening to it. And I think um, in one of the chapters that he was talking about when it came to people who do these things like impress, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, and that's why I, I think I should really not look at the screen to see who's coming in and out because it's very distracting. But um, again, uh, number 24 is impress as a way of trying to impress others and cause a better impression. A person might lie about who they are, what they have done, or where they are going. So let me go to 25 because I can't remember that thought that I wanted to bring about that book, um, which is very important. But um, if you have access to a library, the book can be found in the library, public library. And if you have access to a public library, 100% of the time after COVID, they now provide the Audible. And the Audible is available on the New York Public Library for this book. So I've been listening to the Audible. And it's called Lynchpin, L-I-N-C-H-P-I-N by Seth Godin. Um, number 24, Impress. We did that one. Um, number 25, Covet. When a person wants what other... When a person wants what other have, they covet the item or person and lie about their jealousy. Hmm. I, I don't, I, I can't relate to that one, but if anyone can relate to that one, number 25, please let me know. Um, I don't ever, I don't think I've ever been jealous of anything. You know, um, I very, I lived my life very simply, so I don't really look at things like that, of what other people have. I've always um, appreciated what I do have, and I always praise when people get what they want. You know, so I don't know, 25 is not for me. 26, minimize. So 30 reasons why people will lie. One of them is number 26, minimize. As a way of reducing the damage, harm, or consequences that might otherwise occur, a person minimizes the truth in their lie. Celeste, tell me, girl. <laughs> You've been coming up with some good examples. Um... Hmm. As a way of reducing the damage. So, let's say you are in a marriage. <laughs> and uh, your significant other has had sexual relationship, let's say, with someone else. And they're now having a child. You want to minimize that lie to reducing the damage, harm, or consequences that might otherwise occur? A person minimizes the truth in their lie. 
Oh, perfect example. Some people would say, um, you know, I just had love. I just, you know, fucked her <laughs> or fucked him. I don't really love them. Um, that's one. Um, I uh, really just didn't have time to do that report. So I just gave you part of it. I don't know. Minimize. But a lot of people, a lot of people do that. A lot of family members minimize. Um, they will say a lie to minimize the consequences. That is the truth. Um, they will minimize even when it's detrimental to one family household. Uh a, fa- a family event or something, they would, you know, eh, it's not, it's not, it wasn't a big deal. Why are you making a big deal out of this, you know? And they will minimize the lie and make up uh, and, and will minimize the truth <laughs> in their lie. Um, like if you and if two people plan out and commit a crime and someone dies in the process, um, during like the confession, they'll be like, well, I just gave them a ride, you know, because they know they'll get more jail time if they participated in the whole thing, you know? Okay. So, so the lie, what cre- what was created in that lie, was that you saved yourself, but that other person now goes um, and gets the harsher um, thing, the harsher uh, penalty. Hmm. Okay. Number 27, maximize. We can always go back into it. Maximize. On the opposite end, a person might exaggerate their lie and make things worse than what it really is. And that that happens a lot. A lot of people, um, scammers, scammers do this a lot with the GoFundMe. They will go out of their way to say that a parent has died or... Uh, a significant other has died just to scam people. Um, and I'm surprised scamming is not in here, but I guess that would go into all of them, really, when you're scamming. But people have created uh, illegitimate GoFundMes on, <laughs> on, on things that are not true. So, yeah, they will exaggerate their lie and make things worse than what it really is to get what they want, which will be the manipulative part. But I've seen that a lot. Scammers have done that a lot where um, in most cases, the the people that I'm saying are scamming are not even like people who are uh, catfishing or people who are um, stealing someone else's 
identity no i'm talking about real people who are using their platform themselves to create a lie to get money or to create a, to exaggerate this story to scam people i've seen that happen and that's dangerous um so number 27 to me should have been really the way they described it here that should have been number one as opposed to defense Number 28, suppress. In an effort to cover up a problem, a person might suppress the truth. This lie is intentional. So, yeah. In an effort to cover up a problem, a person might suppress the truth. So, alcoholics, um, gamblers, drug addicts, um, A lot of men in the 70s and 80s will lie about their uh, working conditions to their spouse and will not tell them just because that was part of the whole, you know, reason why you marry is to protect and provide. And when you can't provide for your family, you will hold that in and not. And I've, I've known people who will leave their house with a suit every day and a briefcase acting like they were going to work. And they were not, they were looking for work and will do other things um, to give the illusion that they were, you know, working. But uh, like uh, Celeste has said and mentioned earlier, you know, again, you would go out of your way to say that you have a master's degree when in fact you were just going to classes to go get your GED. Um, and that's a problem <laughs> to cover up a problem. Um, a person might suppress the truth. Uh, but and that's not much of a problem to say that, but the working problem where you have to provide for your family, but you get up every morning <laughs> or not, and you pretend like you're looking for work or not, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Well, that would speak to um, your example earlier about the um, the mother, I think it was, you were saying, for the sympathy one, which I think is um, would be considered an actual sickness. Uh, Munchausen or Munchausen mm -hmm. by proxy, where you continuously make your child or spouse sick you know to right. garner the sympathy and things like that but it makes it worse because you're actually hurting someone with your lie right good one i like that uh deny is number 29 not every person who doesn't want something to exist by denying the reality is lying intentionally Sometimes this is an unintentional. Okay. And the last one, um, Let, yeah, let's go back to 29, deny. 
not every person who doesn't want something to exist by denying the reality is lying intentionally. I think this this can go into a whole bunch of different uh, talks because a lot of us um, will do number 29. And I think that's why it's 29 because it's kind of like so, a soft lie, um, especially when it comes to ourselves. Sometimes we deny ourselves um, the reality of what's going on in our lives. So we lie to ourselves constantly like, okay, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. You know, as long as we pray, as long as we, you know, just hang in there, it's going to be okay. Um, And that's unintentional, like it says here. Uh, So I think um, in reality, it can be detrimental. So for me, it's like, don't deny um, and believe your lie to the point where um, you're not getting things done the way it should. You're not looking and researching and uh, for those resources that are available to get the help. Um, and again, the definition of that one says, not every person who doesn't want something to exist by denying the reality. The reality is that you are an alcoholic. The reality is that you are a gambler. The reality is is you are a manipulator. The reality is that you are a liar um, and you're hurting other people. But, you know, um, again, it says sometimes this is unintentional. And... That is the truth. Sometimes you just do it because, you know, you're just doing it. Um, but that's number 29. And last but not least is number 30. And that says hide. A person might hide themselves, others, or things and lie about doing so as a way to avoid accountability. This is commonly done in conjunction with addictive behaviors. Again, the alcoholics, the the drug addicts, the um, gamblers, the people who uh, scam other people, the people who um, manipulate other people. So I think number 30 is number 30 because um, it doesn't really happen so often. And there's um, when you avoid accountability on the things that you do. Um, that's on you. And at the end of the day, that's only hurting you. So, and it says that it's a common, commonly done in conjunction with addictive behaviors. And like I said, alcoholic, drinking, smoking, whatever that is. So I think um, this article, again, can be found on the link here above. You can go through it yourselves. Um, Please feel free to visit our websites, which is www.saltycoffeepodcast.com and my significant other and lovely the icon, um, the voice that's always being heard (laughs) on here and the voice that's uh, very resistant to uh, lies, but only wants to discuss the truth, which is okay. Um, 
www.theiconnumber6.com. Those two websites um, with Outside the Box, which will be tomorrow, every Sunday at 9 p.m. It doesn't matter if there's a holiday. It doesn't matter what it is. We will be here every Sunday for you all to discuss the social construct, the indoctrination, but in reality, the truth, the lies, and the power that controls that within what we call the United States and globally, too. Because there are a lot of people who transitions from one place to another and we're constantly migrating into other countries and we now have a passport to visit other countries so we can't we're not very limited on the information that's being disseminated in other countries and how they function but we are transitioning to a global economy so make sure that you stop by tomorrow at 9 p.m eastern time to outside the box and if you if this is your first time or if this is uh, something where you have not um, experienced outside the box, feel free to just come in or and listen to our previous talks. We had the group operation and group cooperation, which is a very good um, topic. We had the asylums and healthcare. How did we get here? We had our introduction to outside the box. And today we celebrate Kwanzaa and Kumba, which is creativity. So make sure that you become creative in your own ways and showing our talents, showing your talents to the world. Um, because, oh, here's what I wanted to, and I want to keep it in my head. What Seth Golden said in his book, Lynchpin, is that even though we know now that we were indoctrinated in a in a structure where we go to school to get good grades we get good grades to get into a good college we get into a good college to get good jobs and we get good jobs to make other people rich in reality all of those things, we want to be the linchpin. And the linchpin is the person who's indispensable. And being indispensable is the person that has the individual talent of creativity. Nothing that is created, which Icon says all the time, is new. Everything that we've experienced in our lifetime right now has already been thought of. So sometimes we need to remove ourselves from social media from tv from so that we can come and create our own creativity and our own thoughts and our own ideals and how do we do that sometimes we need to just get away from it all sometimes we need to live in an environment where not everything is readily accessible how do you survive out in the wild? How do you grow your own food? How do you um, create your own creativity? You know, you may have to remove yourself from the regular society to do so. So that's what I wanted to make sure that I, that I, that was the message that I really wanted to get out to, about that book, The Lynchpin. And again, you can get that in the pro public library. You can get that um, in an audible. 
and it's uh i am so grateful for lady bomber for bringing that up and i don't even think <laughs> i think she she thought it would have been a great idea to give it to icon but in actuality everything that the guy seth golden says the author is what icon has been saying for years anyway so it's just i don't even know why she suggested it to him only but i am grateful that she did because i'm listening to it and pretty much just as she said that she learned a lot from it i have learned a lot from it myself so the linchpin is the person who is indispensable right because that's the work that you want and who is indispensable the indispensable person is the person that creates things on their own and doesn't have to be in an industrial revolution type of um you know is literally is your hands-on thing that no one else in the world can do what you do and that's amazing and i think that's what the icon is to me it's like w the words that come out of his mouth i don't think anyone else can do that because it's coming from his personal experience from his heart and from his soul i would like to also uh say this in in reference to the 30 things that i that i've heard is i think that's why the conversation about social constructs is so heavily on my mind because I know that as people we're not we're not perfect you know we're human beings and we're prone to errors and mistakes uh, and the one thing about talking about lies is that you gotta eventually come right back to the point where we all trying to get our hope and that's to the truth and that's why I talk about you know all aspects of it you know in telling the truth you're talking about lies and in talking about lies you're talking about the truth because each one of them points you into points you into the direction of the other so it's not like they're canceling themselves out but what it's doing is giving the mind an opportunity to know that either way if you tell the truth and if you can be consistent in telling the truth you will expose the lie i don't think the last part of what i said went through but if you tell the truth the truth will expose the lie and if you tell the lie the lie will expose the truth because the lies have really nothing to stand on. They're baseless. Uh, they're part of a, a construct that is um, is designed to take any situation when it does not fit our needs or our wants or, or is in line with what we strive for. Then, of course, those things are going to happen and it happens more prevalent than some of us re really realize. So that's the reason for uh, the outside the box and the different things we talk about, about the construct. I love talking about truth, even though in that moment, I'm exposing the lies at the same time and being very open on how they affect my own self and be open and candid about it. Uh, because I think that's my way of respecting the truth and giving it the proper response it deserves. Thank you, Icon, um, for sharing that part. And of course, um, we always talk about the truth, um, but I thought it was very interesting and I thought it was very um, human, like especially on a day like today um, where we're celebrating the Kumba creativity. Um, of the 30, 30 reasons why people lie, I think, yes, um, we can, they all 
coincide with together and they all um and i agree i agree with um whenever there's a lie there's a truth somewhere right but i i really just wanted to figure out some people and why they do and what their thoughts were um when you do lie why um, a lot of the times we know the truth and we want to live in it but we still live in a social construct world where most most of it as we all know is a lie yo what up salty coffee happy new year's to you 30 reasons why people lie i'm interested i don't lie i actually <laughs> got tired of lying i don't know a long time ago but um i think people lie because they get away with it and after they get away with it it's like hmm. i'm sorry i didn't mean to laugh rashad <laughs> welcome rashad how are you I didn't mean to laugh at that one um, when you said I don't lie, um, but the 30 reasons were already uh, spoken about from this article, and you can always come back and listen to the whole thing if you're really interested, but I was about to close it down. Hey, Shonda, how are you? Nice to see you. And I want to say to Salty Coffee, that's that queen. Come on, baby. There go my niece. <laughs> I'm over at my sister house. There go the princess. But yeah, is you you had a great show, Coffee. How you doing, Nigel? Good. How you doing? Hey, yes, a great show. Uh, continue to do the work, my significant other, my lovely uh, salty coffee. That's that queen. Um, and I'll get back at the broadcast on the back end. Uh, and to everybody that's in the audience, though, that came through and those that stayed, salute to each and every one of you and what you brought to the the conversation. I wanted to be more of a listener. And let the boss do what she does, and and that is represent the knowledge and the truth that she has. Peace, y'all. Icon. Thank you. Enjoy yourself with you and your family. I know we're not together this year, but hopefully um, we're always together uh, once we're in stereo, right? And this is a stereo family. But I was just closing it. And I am so grateful to have all of you who have stopped by today to listen. Um, I don't generally celebrate holidays and I'm always working. So I, I have some time off. So I thought it would be um, a good idea to do these 30 reasons why people lie. But for those of you who don't know me and you're new, thank you for following me, um, Celeste. Thank you for, and make sure that you follow everyone who comes in. Um, as you already know me, um, I am from New York and uh, I'm beginning to do a lot of things for 2023, but I want to make sure that everyone who comes to uh, my room that, or here on stereo, whether it be outside the box or when I'm doing a solo, that I appreciate you and your time and I take it very serious when it comes to um, listening to others so most of the time when I'm here on stereo I'm actually doing listening I don't do a lot of talking because on the back end um, what I'm doing for other people is just not something like Celeste <laughs> I think I, I'm gonna do a talk with Celeste because now she has me with this thing of the master's degree because I, I can only imagine where that came from. You probably met up with someone who actually said that. And then 
that wasn't the case. And, and I think I'm going to use that as an example right now. Um, many of us uh, are caught up with what's important in life, right? And we get caught up with money and, and we get caught up with titles. And I was asked, um, I've been at the place where I work at for 32 years. And I was asked 15 years ago, oh my God, you're just a support staff? I thought you were the director. And I thought that was very interesting for a white woman to tell me that, right, in my face. And I just <laughs> looked at her and I said, titles don't mean that you don't know the work. Title is just a title. And that's how this country works. You know, unfortunately, that's what that is, a title. There are a lot of people who, and, and again, I have to mention this, the book Lynchpin talks about resumes, how, how you create this elaborate resume and how you could do this and you can do all this stuff. And when you actually get to the nitty gritty, all you're doing with a master's degree is learning how to work uh, uh, what I would consider, no matter what it is, um, a factory. <laughs> Literally what you're learning on your bachelor's degree and your master's degree and your PhD, a PhD can only really get you to a book or a professor, right? Because at that point you are a doctor in that field, whatever that is. And I think this book was really it has helped me a lot to understand more about what it is that I do and how, what was the word? And how essential I am to my position. I'm more essential than the VP in my position right now in my department. They could do without the VP because the VP all they do with their masters and their PhD and all this other stuff, right? And their experiences, all they can really do is calculate based on a structure of this is how our structure is and this is how we want you to run it. However, the essential part is you need a human being at this level to interact with students and interact one-on-one -on -one because they need that human contact. So when we're going into a labor force of, of being told, yeah, if you get a degree on finances, if you get a degree and you have a job when you graduate and you don't, that's a lie. So when I initially started this um, 30 Reasons Why People Lie, it wasn't about relationships and it wasn't about parenting and it wasn't about, it was really about industries that constantly lie to us and agencies and religious groups and how this whole thing works. Where we're finally realizing, really? It's a new year based on what calendar? There's another country that doesn't even follow this calendar, the Gregorian calendar. Okay, I'll see you next year, which is another 24 hours. Like, I don't get it. I don't get what people don't get.
So, and that's fine. That's fine because, you know, what I do get is that I know somewhere, somehow, there the my degree was in labor studies and urban studies, meaning I had to know and learn about the work industry, the labor industry, and I had to learn about wh- how what did that what does that mean in a city environment, urban environment. And I'm telling you right now, <laughs> there's not going to be that many jobs out for people. We're being told that we're going to be replaced by robots because now what we do have is people who are robots. When I go to the library and I ask the young lady at the front desk, "Do can you check for me if you have the Black's Law Dictionary? And she's looking at me like, what? What is that? What? You have that? And I'm looking at her like, you don't know about the Blacks Law Dictionary? I didn't know about the Blacks. But So don't lie to pretend that you know something that you don't. It's okay to say you don't know. It's absolutely okay. But I think what's important is for us to share and make sure that we're sharing correct information and experiences. I would prefer to share my experience. When someone asks me here, well, what exactly is it that you do? And then I'm like, what do you mean what is exactly that I do? (laughs) Um, I'm a podcaster for now, for here. But my, my job that really pays the bills at nine to five, that's something different. And I'm learning something different in that position every day. And I keep learning how I've been lied to for 32 years. Whether that be in the union, whether that be in HR, whether that be in a different division, I've been lied to. And there's nothing more hurtful than learning the truth when they didn't have to do it. They never had to do it. And then they're mad because in the 32 years I created an environment for myself in learning what I learned in the 32 years where I can be indispensable to the point where they need me every day to the point where I'm working holidays because I made it that way. And I, and I want people to pay attention to that. I want people to pay attention to when you seek for work, to pay your bills, to pay for unnecessary things that we want to purchase because we feel that we need it or we just want it. I want you all to pay close attention to why we lie to ourselves for the most part. Why are we lazy? Why are we manipulative? Why are we deceptive? Why are we defensive when people tell us certain things?
Um, hey, hey, Mrs. Salty Coffee. Shout out to your man. Um, shout out to you. I appreciate you being out there, you know. Um, I um, actually I came in when you are already at um, number reasons number five, I think six. And um, but like some uh, like a good example came on my head, and I'm I'm trying to figure out where to what reason to place it. Like um, that's um, there's a good as that that example was um, why um why ladies like parents do lie to kids about Santa and fairy tales, um, and all that type of shit. Like 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 what 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 reason would that be? Uh, I'm sorry if if I'm not clear enough um, my English. Uh, I'm sure learning. I'm from Cameroon, Africa, by the way. If you can identify the accent, so hey, happy new year to y'all. Thank you, Spencer uh, James. I think I understood a little bit of what you asked. Um, I didn't hear exactly where you're from, but you said number five, which was intimidated. Sometimes a lie is done because the person feels intimidated by others. Again, this feeling of inferiority is so uncomfortable that they lie to cover it up. Um, and you said the question, why do mothers lie? I think you said, um, I can't really speak over um, that topic in particular. Um, I am a mother and my children are adults. But what I would have to say is there's a lot of times where um, in the case of, let's say, like Black Casper, where he had mentioned where his father wouldn't show up. Um, we, we as mothers want the best for our children always, no matter what the situation, right? Um, no matter whether the mother is a gambler, uh, alcoholic, or drug addict, whatever that is when it comes to the mother, or any parent, whether that's a father or the mother, I think as parents, we tend to lie to our children because we don't want to disappoint them. We don't want them to believe the truth. <laughs> um, and there, there could be more reasons why people do that. I personally, my mom never lied to me. And, and that's where I started this talk to let everyone know that first and foremost, the one person who never to this day, I feel lied to me was my mother. She told me who my father was. She didn't necessarily say the, the things that he did, but she told me who my father was. She told me what the situation was from day one. She explained to me why it was the way it was, you know, so I, I really didn't have any, um, as an adult now, looking back, I was like, man, she really like, that was a lot for her to do and to take in um, as, as a single parent. That was really a lot. And she didn't have to do the things that she did to make him look, uh, you know, like she didn't have to lie to say, oh, he's never, you know, that's. I felt like she really never had to say anything bad about him for me to understand why he was the way he was, if you will. Um, sorry, I wasn't, I didn't realize, I wasn't like clear enough. Um, I think I, I said I found like a good example why people do lie. 
um but i didn't like figure i didn't try to figure out what reason to put it like a good example was why do parents lie to their kids about santa claus about mm. uh, fair, two fairies and I, I i don't know i'm sorry i said i'm from cameroon africa by the way okay um yeah so the the reason why people lie about santa claus and people lie about is because that's what they were taught in the social construct of the country that they live in so again why aren't we being taught about kwanzaa because we have other people who are in control of this united states of america construct and this is what we talk about on outside the box with icon and myself this is what we talk about every day we're living in a country where we're being indoctrinated to believe certain things so why do parents lie about santa claus because their parents did it and they want to continue the culture they think it's a culture they think it's a tradition and it's okay no it's not okay it's not okay to lie to your children to say that there's some fat white man with a beard and a red suit coming in through your chimney to give you a gift every night so make sure you write your list of things to buy or for things for him to get when you realize that santa is not real you become very angry <laughs> and then now you're considered the scrooge right um, there was a film that I saw recently called Violent Night. I loved it. I loved Val Violent Night. It was one of my best um, holiday, whatever you want to call it, end of the year movie because <laughs> it literally was like Santa Claus is pissed off now. Like he had to continue doing this and he just ha was fed up, you know, but that's entertainment, right? That's entertainment. But the reason why parents still do this in America is because that's just a tradition that someone else created about this man called Saint Nick, which probably was a true story somewhere, somehow, where he gave gifts to people or children. And it just kept going and going and going. and. We still, because our parents did it, I mean, my parents didn't, my mother didn't do that with me. Um, in the Latin culture, we do what, what is called the three kings, you know, and so we celebrate the birth of, <laughs> of Jesus, which is not something that my parents celebrated, but in the Dominican Republic, that's what they celebrate, you know, and granted, you know, it's a religious holiday, whatever. Um, but I have to respect people who have the ability to understand something to the point where they are consistent with it. And so that becomes part of that family structure. And that's okay. I respect that. You believe what you want to believe. If, if, and I'm gonna use this as an example over and over again. If you believe you have a master's degree and you want to behave like you have one, even though you don't, that's okay. The, the what's not okay part is to impress other people by lying. 
try or, or lie to people by trying to impress them that you do. That's the part that I don't like. And as Icon will always say, Salty, you have proof to show what you've done in your lifetime. You can show in pictures and videos and articles of what you've done for other people. A lot of people have master's degree and have nothing to show for it other than just that. That they took time off of their day, night, whatever it was, to fulfill a piece of paper and then they move on and they do nothing with it. What you do with your GED, your high school diploma, whatever it is, what you do after that is what really, really matters in this world today. Is not how you use it to impress other people of how much money you make or the job that you got. And, and I think, again, I believe that's why Lady Bomber suggested the Lynch pin book to us because he explains it in such a way that um, even though Icon articulates the truth within what he's saying, he's explaining it in the sense of the labor movement and how we're going into a global economy where money is going to be wiped out as far as currency. Um, and it's going to be a global economy where people are no longer needed. Humans will no longer be needed for the type of jobs that are coming through, right? So here you are going to college <laughs> because that's an industry that's just helping the economy move forward to whatever. But in actuality, and I'm not going to say that you're wasting your time by going to college because that is absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is be very careful with the degree or the, the time, the energy that you're going to spend to uh, fulfill the requirements for this master degree or degree in any sense of the word because you want to be able to be indispensable at the end of the day and those who are indispensable are the people who have creative minds that no one else can duplicate or replicate what you do whether that be making shoes making clothes making uh, an electronic device that helps other people to live, humans to live. Like those are the jobs that are really going to be out there. Not, um, I don't know, even teachers are going to be indispensable. I mean, even teachers will be um, a job that's not going to be needed anymore because humans can now go on to YouTube or a stereo podcast and learn about life. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of disagree with with some of what you're saying. Whereas, because we, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Celeste, <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me which part you disagree. 
um, and that's fine. Or was it the part about the parent of why we lie to our children? Or is that when you thought about it really hard, you said, never mind? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but I just think it's, um, I, I have no idea which part you were talking about. Sorry. Um, but uh, thank you again, Shonda, Spencer, Icon, and Celeste for stopping by. And don't forget tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern time where we will talk outside the box. It's going to be a review of 2022, and we could just have an open talk um, about it. And please make sure to visit our website, www.saltycoffeepodcast.com, one word, and www.theicon6.com. And in those pages, you're going to see, I'm from New York, so you're going to see resources from New York. Icon is from Florida, you're going to see resources from Florida. And if you live in a state and you want to learn about resources for your state, what's available to you, because we do live in the United States and everything is pretty much federally, nationally um, similar. There are some states that have more options of resources than others. But um, wherever you need to find what you want, as far as free education, um, how to start your small business, how to um, get grants, how to learn how to write grants, those type of things I do for free. All you have to do is just email me and set up a time um, for us to sit down and talk. I don't charge for what I do. So that's the benefit. And that's what I do to give back to the community when it comes to celebrating Kwanzaa on the seven principles. And I do that throughout the year. The reason why Kwanzaa is a, a tradition that people are not aware about because we don't use Kwanzaa as a capitalist uh, thing. And a lot of people who are into the capitalist thing for Christmas and Hanukkah, they're very not liking that part. <laughs> Because there's really no gifts to buy when you celebrate Kwanzaa. The gift that keeps on giving when you celebrate the tradition of Kwanzaa is to build communities, to do, be creative in your own thing throughout the year. And it's just the seven simple principles of what we should be doing on a daily basis within the earth. And like Icon says, within the resources that are available to us for free initially. And that we shouldn't have to pay for water. We shouldn't have to pay for air. We shouldn't have to pay taxes for the most ridiculous things ever. <laughs> but feel free to contact me uh, directly on www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. Feel free to follow each other because usually people that come to the outside the box, we all know each other. We're family. And this will be... Uh, this recording will be forwarded into our anchor where everyone over the world, what, what do I have? I have Japan, I have uh, Australia, Netherlands, Poland, um, Argentina, Ecuador, Dominican Republic. Um, man, I can't think of all the countries. Oh, let me just, I'll tell you right now. The countries that listen to the Salty Coffee Podcast. 
So we have Dominican Republic, Ecuador, Ireland, United Kingdom, Canada, Italy, Japan, Puerto Rico, Finland, Argentina, Australia, Netherlands, and there's more. Um, I know Ghana for sure, um, Iran, and there's a whole bunch more. But um, so your recording and your messages are will be listened to. Um, in the other countries. So please make sure that you follow each other and that you stop by tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And if you're from a state, and again, if you need any help or any uh, questions that you may have, feel free to um, follow me. Thank you so much, Shonda, Spencer, and Celeste for coming over and sharing your thoughts and your um and your uh, questions, whatever you had, and comments. And I'm going to follow you back, Celeste. And let's see. And I'm going to follow you, James. So take care, everyone. Have a good time. Mr. Ronaldo, please let your family know that I am safe and sound, and I'm trying to clean everything. And this is a tradition that we, uh, one thing that I do love that our family <laughs> does that is not a lie <laughs> and that is you need to clean your clothes and you need to clean your underwears and you need to have your house clean before the year begins <laughs> it just makes you feel better and refreshed and new and that's pretty much it that's all it is <laughs> but it's a tradition that i love and i am so grateful for having that in my life because it really really makes you feel good Oh, they can hear. They know that you're on the live, and yes, I was gonna, you know, they they can hear you. <laughs> all right, family, I love you all, and have a good night, and I'll see you next year, or yeah, next year. Au revoir, mon amis. I love you.